You hear a lot of different things on the Ericast, and this week's episode is really just random connections from Eric's brain. Ready? Here's your show. Episode 275. This is Sand. And this is the Ericast for the week of May 8, 2016. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. All right, well, welcome to or welcome back to the Ericast. I'm your host, Eric Larson. Phone number, slightly different, 701-645-ERIC. It's not really slightly different if you've been listening the past few episodes, but for the past 11 years of the Ericast, it's, it's, it's slightly different from that. So 701-645-3742. That'll get you to the listener feedback line. Thank you to those of you who have called in. Very, very helpful to know that the number's working and alive and well. So one of these weeks we're going to do a, a feedback week. We'll see how that works. Still working out my microphone issues. Still working out my hard drive issues. So I need to put the cover back on the computer, which will help with the background noise. But, you know, that's kind of how the Aircast goes. You learn by doing, and sometimes by doing poorly. And this episode may or may not be one of those. Um, for a couple years, we've said the Aircast is a personal podcast personal, though we speak in the majestic we, um, but a personal podcast because either you're curious about a topic or you want to know about me. This is probably one of those want to know about me topics. We'll see how it goes. It's been a long day. I'm tired. Almost got this recorded this morning, um, and then it took like 20 or 25 minutes just to get one sound clip figured out, which was kind of interesting. So, you know, it tells you something about the, you know, things that should be simple, and the art and science of podcasting, well, sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge. And, and that was the case. So, after a long day, here comes the Ericast. Okay, so, random access mode, which is appropriate, because I'm starting with the fact that I am an INTP personality in the Myers-Briggs. You can go look that up. But one of the things that I've have done for years, much to my detriment, is uh, draw all sorts of connections to all sorts of other things, which can be really useful. Unfortunately, um, if you're not wired to see that, it just looks like I'm insane. And then months later, somebody says, hey, didn't you say that this was all going to either come together really well like you thought, or didn't you say it was all going to fall apart like you thought? Yeah, a little bit hard. So when when I have a good synergy with friends and colleagues, they kind of say, I don't know where you're coming from on this, but I'm going to trust you and run with it. And it usually all works out. And this is one of those cases where it's not like, you know, professional reliability on, on the line. It's just me weaving a bunch of random things together. Like voice artists. It's been a topic of the Aircast for a long time. Um, Don LaFontaine, uh, trailer voices in a world, you know, those kinds of things long been an interest of mine. In fact, the Ericast exists today. I can truly trace it back to this because I made a mention of the Country Croc commercials, which was a clip I haven't pulled, so I'm not going to reference it. Ask me and I can find you one, but you can just Google Country Croc commercials. And Casey DeFranco is the voice of the the wife we assume it's a wife, we assume they're married, uh, the woman in those commercials. 
And I commented how much I loved the country crock commercials, and I grew up hearing Casey DeFranco's voice. And then there was a, a podcast with Garrick Van Buren and his wife, and she laughed, and it sounded like Casey DeFranco. And I mentioned that in the podcast, and because it was in the show notes, which showed up in Google, Casey DeFranco found that and called into the listener feedback line. So I have a call. You can find it way back in the Ericast archives. I got a call from Casey DeFranco, and I think... That is when I was permanently hooked on doing the Ericast. Because I realized that the world is really, really big, and yet the world is also small. And that was really cool to have Casey DeFranco call in my listener feedback line. It was just really neat. Like, really? Okay. So, voice artists. It's always been an interest of mine. Okay. So then, let's talk PSAs, public service announcements. And way back when I was listening to Bruce Williams and a a, a then nearly unknown person named Sally Jesse Raphael on talk radio, KSTP AM, when I was about 10 years old, You would hear PSAs occasionally. And what I remember to this day is a comedy routine from Saturday Night Live. It was 1985, where they ran a PSA about PSAs, a parody commercial. That I do have the clip for. It's the one that took about 25 minutes to find because it's only on Hulu. It works better in video. And we're going to be talking about voice artistry and, and radio. Because this doesn't quite paint the picture, but um, it's it's worth mentioning, and you just need the visual of of the the announcer uh, walking from scene to scene. And as he walks out of frame, he walks into the next frame. As the topic changes, the final scene uh, with the kids, he ends up um, opening up a can of soda before he gives the uh, the buzzword. But um, in true Saturday Night Live form, uh, you still hear the audience laughing and, and, and applauding as they lead right into this fake PSA. It takes many things to make this country great, and energy is just one of them. But there was a time when America needed less of its scarce resources. A time when the cowboy and his horse ruled the fertile plains and grasslands of these United States. But now, those same grasslands are full of pollen and other irritants. Now, some people don't get hay fever, but those of us that do need relief. Relief and security. Sound financial security. The kind of security you get from living in a good neighborhood. Hi, kids. You know, when I was Tommy's age, I played Little League Baseball right over there. Mmm, that's crackling good. <laughs> Let's go home, kids. This message brought to you by the Ad Council. <laughs> Wasting your time in various ways for no good reason. Okay, so I am hoping that 
that my tribe, my Ericast people, probably recognized that and at least had a, had a chuckle of a, of a memory. I know I did. So, public service announcements. Now you have to remember that for the past close to 20 years, I've listened to late night talk radio. Well, you've already learned that for, for, you know, well over 30 years, 32, 35, I've listened to late night talk radio, but, um, things like Art Bell. Remember the Art Bell show? Art Bell, that's a whole nother topic. But unlike the occasional PSA that you would get in the 1980s from Bruce Williams or Sally Jesse Raphael, um, the commercial breaks in the Art Bell show were almost non-stop PSAs. There just was not a whole lot of advertising uh, in them. And there still isn't. So it's Coast to Coast AM is the show. It's kind of my guilty pleasure. Um, I also listen to um, Clyde Lewis through iHeartRadio in uh, WFLA in Florida. And between those two um, venues, I hear lots of PSAs. And my absolute favorite one is called At the Beach. So I'm, I'm not even going to set it up. I'm just going to play it. I love the mom voice in this PSA. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at pornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. <laughs> no, I am... <laughs> I I just I love that voice. I just love that voice. I mean, not to like lead a board meeting or something, but there is so much personality that carries through in that voice. And it's interesting the contrast between those two because, like, the first one, the SNL clip, I knew it was just a throwaway clip or whatever, but the. The video really tells the story as the man's walking from scene to scene. But here's a case where it's a radio PSA designed for the radio. And so the, the voice talent, to pull that off, um, it's, it's just... Okay, so you got to remember that. Because here's where this is all coming together, okay? Um, Ruth, my wife Ruth has now taken to binge-watching TV shows on Netflix. She turns them on in the kitchen while she's doing work in the kitchen. I think I've mentioned this a few times. Uh, first, it was White Collar, which was kind of interesting because it turns out that that was based on Frank Avignale, who I mentioned last week, so that kind of all ties together. Listen to last week's episode if you missed that. Um, before that, it was House. I, so I, I catch little snippets of these things. 
But lately, it's been person of interest. And after lots of joking about it starring Jesus, um, because it's Jim Caviezel, so I make all sorts of comments, and eventually Ruth kind of put two and two together on that. It's like, oh, that's why you keep joking about, you know, like walking on water or whatever. Um, and then I really enjoy watching Finch because it gives us, you know, us geeky types, you know, hope that we could have some sort of life, even though I don't know they're just fake characters. Um, and trying to pay attention to all the characters and who's this and what computer is doing what to whatever, they introduce the character of Root. Or maybe Root, if you're Minnesotan, but I'm going to say Root. Okay? And according to some person of interest wiki someplace, Samantha Groves is a highly intelligent computer hacker and former contract killer known by her hacker name, Root. She has a special relationship with the machine and is the only one to be in frequent and direct contact, acting as the machine's analog interface. Okay? So, a couple things. Root is played by the actress Amy Acker. Okay? Now, you got to know a couple things. I love my wife more than anything else in the world. And I have two daughters, so I really, truly do like understand the danger of a society objectifying people and diminishing their full potential and personhood over something that might even be seen as complimentary. I get all of those issues. If you have any complaints, call 701-645-ERIC so that I have plenty of Ericast material for the future. So I truly get all that, okay? And my current assessment is that Amy Acker strikes me as the most beautiful human being on the planet. I just got to say that, which you're either with me or you're not. Well, you either you're with me or you're not, or you think that's horrible. If you think that's horrible and offensive that I actually like could possibly say that, I'm really sorry. Welcome to the Aircast, personal podcast, get to know me, etc. But what I could do, I won't, because we're already closing in on the 15-minute mark, there's a whole nother tangent on the whole Ginger versus Marianne question, and um, I would really love to build some sort of app that puts you through some episodic force choice thing to determine what your 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 personal attraction affinities are. Because I'm sure there are some people out there who totally agree with me, and then there are some who say, "I I don't see it, Eric. I think that you know so and so is much more attractive." And that, that, yeah, I mean, no one's going to say, well, she's an unattractive person. Um, but would, would everybody else on the planet rank her quite as highly as I do? Probably not. I really find that fascinating. I just, I wonder why. Um, so anyway, this may have been, um, just a passing interest, and you're like, oh, you know, caught a picture of the corner of my eye, you know, as Ruth had the TV on the kitchen or whatever. But then I heard Amy Acker speak. And I'm sure she's not, but she totally is the This Is Sand mom from the PSA. Totally, just absolutely, totally is. And so, 
Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's hard to... You, you have to watch a lot of the episodes. Now that I've put that in your head, if you're a person of interest fan, you're going to hear it. You really are. Um, you have to watch a lot. Um, and, and it's not just the character. It truly is her. Um, so as I was setting this up, I went hunting. I found... Um, remember the ice bucket challenge from a couple years ago when that was popular? I found her doing the ice bucket challenge. Um, so think... This is sand. We don't eat sand. Okay, think that and take a listen to this. Hi, I'm Amy Acker, and I am accepting my ALS Ice Bucket Challenge from Kate Vogel. So make sure you donate to alsa.org slash donate. I'm going to challenge Patrick Wilson, Mika Costa, and the Person of Interest Writers Room and since it took me so long to accept the challenge, I'm going to let Kate Vogel dump the ice on my head. Now, I will spare you the ice dumping part because she screams, as most people would when ice gets dumped on you. And that is nothing like, this is sand. We don't eat sand. But it's, it's really there. Now, here's the thing. Um, that's one thing where it's like, okay, so she's an actress and she's getting ice dumped on her head, but it totally carries through into the most dark, dramatic elements of the show. So, well, let me throw in a person of interest clip, and you just have to to think, you know, listen to the water, whoosh, whoosh. We don't eat sand. Every system has a flaw. I'm pretty good at finding them. You care about other people that's your flaw so if you try to call out to that police officer I won't shoot you I'll shoot someone else please don't make me do that I get it you're not talking because you don't know how much I already know I know enough Enough that you should be trying to figure out what I want and where we're going. Where are we going? The future, Harold. Although I guess thanks to you, we're already there. Not that you let any of us know. I don't know who you think I am, but you've made a mistake. Don't treat me like them. It must be like talking to ants to you. They, they wouldn't grasp what you've done even if you told them, but... I've been waiting for you my whole life, and you and I share an understanding. So it's right at this point where I usually walk through the kitchen and I say, It's like talking to ants, little tiny ants, whoosh, whoosh on the beach. It's sand. They're in the sand. Which at first annoyed Ruth, and now she's just used to me walking by and saying, This is sand. But it's, I just, I, it, I, I just can't, I just can't get past it. Every single time that I hear her, this is sand, Finch. I, it just, it, there's something, there's something to it. So, that's, that's all I got. That really is the, the, the assemblage of my life talking about PSAs, voice artists, the At The Beach PSA, Amy Acker, and the fact that she perfectly portrays this 
sort of off-kilter hacker type who every time I hear her, I think that she's playing with a child on the beach saying, this is sand. So there you go. If you have any PSA or sand-related thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Or if you have thoughts about Amy Acker, let me know. Um, let me know if I'm the only one. Um, 701-645-3742, conveniently spelling out 701-645-ERIC. Thank you very much for listening. I told you it'd be different. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.